0: Yes sir, time to crank up the big, the bottles and the boom, shakalakas baby. I am the captain, we are the sports crew, and this my friends is, that's right, another classic throwdown Thursday. So we got some sports goodies to get to this very fine evening, but I think we're going to be trying to, you know, keep this episode a little bit more compact than normal. I don't, I'm not sure. This is not going to be like Game 7 Sports Brew. <laughs> I don't think that's <laughs> happening tonight, man. I think everybody's a l- running a little bit on E. So uh, we'll see how the evening goes. So let's go ahead and just pound this thing out. Get everybody in here real quick. First and foremost, our resident Caps fan up in the D.C. sports suckhole, trying to break trying to break ranks with the curse of history, which, you know, quite honestly, I was joking around with my... Uh, you know, my, my coworker. And I'm like, dude, dude, I'm re- really the D.C. sports. I was I was explaining the D.C. sports suck hole to him. And I was like, bro, I think it totally coincides with Dan Snyder buying the Redskins. It totally just screwed the It hosed the whole area. <laughs> it's that's what it's about. And so we laughed and laughed. And then I felt really sad because Dan Snyder's not gone anywhere for a really long time. <laughs> um, so then it was less funny to me and, and really more depressing. But the good news is. The Caps showed up. The Caps delivered in game six and game seven, shutting out the lightning. And here we are on a fine Throwdown Thursday. And let's get these dead in here. You ready, bro? Yes, sir. All right, here you go. Three, brew, and fun. Woo! Woo! (laughs) Woo! Very nice. So, by the way, are you going to try to get tickets to go to the Stanley Cup final? Any of the games? I would or, love to. But, uh, or the price I, is just I, ridiculously I, insane.
1: I, I'm imagining so. I've got a friend with uh, uh, two uh, season tickets, but I'm pretty sure he and his wife will be uh, attending every game, which I'm happy for them and totally understand that. Yeah. So, uh, unfortunately, That's outside of that, so I, I do not believe I have any connections. Aww. So, uh, I, I, I would love to. I'm sure it'll be local, absolutely crazy.
0: Local cap uh, sports bar, maybe? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's very okay. possible. I, right.
1: I mean, especially later later in the series, and and um, I'll have to check in. I, I didn't realize I, I probably should have thought about it, but certainly they were they were showing the game in the arena. Uh, you know, game seven. Um, you could go. And I'm I'm sure that was probably reasonable to get tickets to just a, a nice, awesome viewing party. Probably. So uh, we'll probably look maybe look into some of those. So when they're on the road, Let you know, may see if I can hop in the arena and. And watch it with a
0: bunch of crazy fans, dude. I, I, you know, that's one of those. You know, you have like some good sports mojo kind of going on in that moment when you, when it like the team's not there and the arena looks like it's sold out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that was that was a great turnout. I mean, I know this is a mm-hmm. big deal, and obviously, you know, you've got a lot of fan frustration for the way some post seasons have gone. Finally, getting past the Pens. Finally, it, it just there's a lot of things that kind of culminate. You know what I mean in what this run is for them, but it was still fantastic to see that turnout from that fan base up in the Verizon Center, and just you know, it looked like it was a sea of red, dude, yeah, up in through. there. Verizon Center is no more. Capital One Arena. Oh my, yeah, you're right. My bad, my bad. Which is also fitting because it's the Caps and it's the Capital. Exactly. That's actually a really it's good brain.
1: Helps me remember because trust me, it feels yeah. weird to me too. Just to not say Verizon anymore, but. I know capitals help me remember capital one arena all right
0: thank, thank you for making sure I was correctified on that I, I appreciate that yeah, but, <laughs> did you at least go out on the streets with some chin- were you common to light poles or did they have to grease them up to keep you off those things <laughs> no, none of that but but I it's,
1: it's you can definitely feel it I mean it's it's, yeah. it's 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 genuinely electric it's 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 really it's really funny right now so good but but no nobody's you know just satisfied I mean it's 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 we're proud. We're excited, but uh, yeah,
0: four four more Ws to go. Oh man, can, can you imagine? If I cr- was totally I know, thinking that right? day. I want. All I know is we should have a bet right now. If the Capitals win this damn thing, I want D Stat out in the streets of DC leading the electric slide. You know what I'm saying, bro? Do you have some zubas? Can you rock those? It's <laughs> I'll See what I can do. That <laughs> was the last time you heard that song, guys. Oh, God,
1: last wedding I was at, probably. I was say last, <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Does that does this still get
1: heavy wedding play? Uh-huh. Not as much, that doesn't seem like it's as much anymore. There's there's other dances,
2: but but I mean I don't know where else you play it. It's electric. I know every damn year I hear it during the holiday party at Penny's Works. So. Yeah, okay. <laughs> See,
0: I just I remember this a lot when I was like in grade school. You know what I mean? Like dude, like Jim, they'd have the electric slide. But outside of that, and and the occasional it popping up at a wedding, I don't... Like, when the hell else do you hear that? How come nobody's remade... Is there a punk remix of the electric slide? Probably. There has to be. Punk remix, electric... I'm looking it up right now. Because that has to exist. And that has to be... There's a dubstep remix. Huh. I'm a little bit worried about trying to crank those open without knowing what they might actually turn into. (laughs) <laughs> wee bit concerned, but let's see I don't know about that I'm feeling misled here fail that one's not that one's not working i call I call shenanigans on that one no that's a lie that's a total lie maybe. This is Monya Punk for President, Electric Indigo Remix. Also not feeling it. I think it's a lie. Even YouTube says no.
3: <laughs>
0: Lies. Oh well, let's get out of that. Apparently there is no Electric Slide Punk Remix. If there is, feel free to tweet it at us, because I would love to hear that. In the meantime, that's the original. anyway so in the electric atmosphere did you at least get out on the streets like when everybody was going bananas after game 7 it looked like there was some really good turnout in a lot of different areas uh, with people going bananas just fans going bananas up there
1: no I imagine there was
0: I I was so Marcus so you didn't go out at all?
1: With the wifey, but no, I, I okay. did not up to this one. The They the, the win the Stanley Cup, I absolutely get my ass out there. They,
0: so, all right. So if they win the Cup, you're going to go out and just have a good old time. Rage face. Well, not rage face. I guess sell celebrate face. Absolutely, celebrate. I don't know. He's how do we make that work? He's going streaking. <laughs> are you going to go streaking? Man, me and Ovi are going to pounce a All right, cool. I like this. Don't go streaking and do the electric slide. You cannot combine the two. It's it's dangerous. Good advice. It would make for a great be one of those great clickbait headlines though. Shocking. You could do that. What happens next is shocking. Anyway, let's go ahead and get everybody in here cuz uh Lord knows the struggle is real tonight. Uh <laughs> unlike Andrew Luck apparently still hasn't thrown a football. We know we know Shannon can handle his What's up, brother?
3: <laughs> uh, not much, man. It was, uh, it was really awesome to see the Caps uh, break free um, in that game seven. Bro. That's bro. for you, Mark. You can't do that in the intro, can you? I, I don't know, man. I don't make the rules. I don't make the rules. I just named the
0: songs. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna break free in your intro. I, you uh, know, I think
1: I, I feel like we we haven't established this, but I feel like he gets a yellow card for that. I feel like that's that's. I It's suspect.
0: Yes. Okay. okay. That is that is not an all star move, Shannon. It's not an all star <laughs> move. Okay. You, that, that's a no no. <laughs> that's a no no. No.
3: No deal, huh? Okay. No. Okay. No.
2: Okay. I think for that you need to take a shot. I I yes.
1: Ooh. I can't okay. do it. <laughs> we'll do it live. Okay. Well,
0: That's what we'll got us live. here, Bill. That's what got us here in the first <laughs> place. I'll write it and okay. We'll do it live. That's what got us here. We didn't rehearse any of that. We ended up with that intro. Right.
1: Fucking thing
0: sucks. You're right. We know. We empathize. Our apologies. <laughs> Sir Bill O'Laurel of Fuck It All lives on <laughs> here on the sports group. <sighs> anyway. Now,
3: uh, I will tell you, though, uh, my daughter, Katie. I was doing an assignment for school the other day and had to mm. use the Googles.
0: The Googles? And
3: um, Yes, the Googles. And uh, unfortunately, wrote bang in search and saw a lot of things that she did not need to see.
0: <laughs> Ooh. You, you might need to use a, a kid-friendly browser so that when there's a typo... You don't end up, you know what I'm saying, bro? They, they do. There are kid-friendly settings, man. And apparently, you have not explored these options yet.
3: No, it so, was a new uh, Chromebook we got for her, and uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah how does that is, conversation?
1: Did she, did she well. have some questions? Yeah, I
3: don't <laughs> <laughs> um, <yep>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, I'm just saying, Shannon, if you're going to make it all kinds of, if you, if you want to drop references out of the gate really early, you know, it's nice to know that as far as parental internet restrictions, let you let that go. Let go. Way to go, Pops. <laughs>
3: Let's just say she turned her head and got, oh my God, Mom, what is
2: this? Uh, Don't worry. She's young. She'll
0: shake it off. (laughs) (laughs) See? Well, Well, yes. Thanks, Randy. It never dies. I know no, I mean for, for
1: her, her sake, I hope she didn't dream that dream that night. That'd be disturbing.
3: <laughs> too young, too
0: young. <laughs> yeah, you know, y- y'all, y'all are just determined. This, this, y- this is just a rough night, man. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I haven't even looked up that song yet.
2: <laughs> that's why we have alcohol. How, how, how early does Captain Snarky make it appears tonight?
0: Y'all are trying to bring him out, dude.
1: Hey,
3: <laughs> y'all are trying. We, uh, we would bring Whitfield on, but he just got kicked out of his house. So uh, uh,
0: uh. he was
3: evicted by a judge and his parents. So uh, just uh, kidding, just kidding. Uh. No,
0: that dude has way too much hair. <laughs> well, he does. So. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> <laughs> really though, how bad does it have to be for your parents to take your ass to court to get you out of your house at oh, what was that dude 30? 30 30. years old nah, nah bro dude, dude not a good not a good look no, that's not a good look uh, look, I got long hair. I'm not gonna hit him the long hair. I'm just saying this is just kind of funny. he was all bearded up, long hair with his glasses. people were dumping on him on that, but dude like the real the real story of that is you're thirty and your parents have to evict you from their house. that's sad that's flat-out sad I guarantee you there we go. I found the song it took me a minute there you go I guarantee you that in all the wonderful thoughts they had of raising kids and being parents they didn't have to you know they didn't plan on taking your ass to court to, ev- to evict you as a 30 year old out of their freaking house my god that's sad
3: your tribe has spoken
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah you are the you are the weakest link goodbye the tribe has spoken you're off the island i mean
3: what else do you want to get evicted from the big
0: brother house i mean you're out of you're, here you're dude. out dude you're out that's done you get you know what no it's not gonna be you you get bye <laughs> bye bye yeah there you go we'll go back to the end of the road get the f out yeah, bro Come on, man! Congratulations, oh, you I, unlocked the achievement of being you know evicted. I can't believe none of us made this reference to, until now because his parents, without eviction notice, basically said, "Move, bitch."
3: <laughs> <laughs> Virtual high five on that one. I like that, Get out the man.
0: Get out the Woo. Way, bitch. There you go. All right, all right. That was dumb. Who, who uh, oh Randy? I forgot to. You don't. You don't even even had a song yet. My God. Here you go. Let's give you something. No, that's that's a Whitfield song. Can't give you that one. Ah, we'll just stick with Seven Dust. There you go, Randy. What's going on, Raiders fan?
2: <laughs> Not much. Just uh, working, man. Just thankful that we got a nice long weekend coming up. And- yes. Got a short day tomorrow, so we get to start the weekend early. Gonna go see Solo tomorrow afternoon, so it's all good. Nice.
0: nice. I've seen a couple of people in my news feed, uh, some friends, um, that were pretty happy with it. So hopefully, I mean, I'm interested by it. You know, I'm, I'm going to go see it, and I'm not going to hate on Origin stories. I don't think that's necessary. Um, I mean, at some point, let's be honest. I mean, I love Harrison Ford too, but let's be real. You can't hang your hat on that forever. You know what I'm saying? Um, exactly you know I mean you just can't so I I would be like super open to him doing like cameos if it's age appropriate and it fits in different things like that would be cool but if you're going to do origin story you got to do origin. you need a young guy given all the hate people dumped on for some of the CG work with deceased individuals being in a movie you can't you know what I mean I just I hope it's good hey but on the bright side all kinds of different people can play Chewbacca you know what Very I'm saying? True. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. That's the beautiful thing about it. Uh, anyway, anyway, yeah, solo Deadpool. I think Jerry was finally going to see the Avengers tonight. I was like, nah, man, we're recording. I totally go out and see that again, but we're recording. Sorry, bro. Although, given the state of the evening, I could have gone to see the Avengers and still been back in time um, <laughs> to do this. It would have worked out perfectly. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Not really. Uh, anyway. Well, let's circle back to probably the the critical thing here. We do have some NBA stuff, and the ever-present NFL anthem protest debacle. That league can't seem to handle it that correctly for anything. Uh, how does a league so? How does an organization that has that amount of money get something so wrong? When you already have a blueprint from the NBA in a league that knows how to handle social dynamics and issues so well, you have a blueprint and you can't get it right? All that money, all that expertise, and you can't get it right. Y'all need to take a long, hard look in the damn mirror. God bless. Anyway, let's talk about hockey before I get pissed off about the NFL. Because they're just a... It just annoys me. I'm curious, though. You know, I joked around about the whole thing with... You know, can you imagine if it's the Caps and the Gold Knights, and here we are—it's the Gold Knights and the Caps. It's—it's un- it's just incredible. Or as Emmett Smith would say, the impossible. Un- here we are. Um, <laughs> but I, you know, no, look—I mean, here's the thing: I think it's great. I think it's, it's great. Awesome. I, I love the fact—I awesome. love the fact that an expansion team did it, and obviously we're in the area, what would be referred to as the DMV—the District, Maryland, and Virginia. So we're in the area for the Caps. We joke around about the DC sports suck hole. I do think there's a real. Kind of, you know, that area has is a long suffering set of fan bases when it comes to championships, and I don't think the Wizards are ending it anytime soon, and I don't think the Redskins are ending it anytime soon, and I think people's hearts are going to get broken with Harper leaves the Nats at some point. So this is a nice window of opportunity for the Capitals to do something well for collectively for the area. I mean, it's weird. I was so set to pull for the Golden Knights. I was so set to pull for, for Vegas you know what i mean and i think a lot of people are i think they're going to kind of be the darlings on some level that being said and this is this i think is a legit question mark we're all you know you're going to have a little bit of a bias you're a caps fan uh and i've already said i'm obviously i was going to pull for vegas but at this point i have to pull for the caps i just i won't be hurt i won't you know it's not like i'm a lifelong caps fan i'm not going to be deeply wounded if the golden knights win but do you think it's a better story or, let me let me back that up do you think it's better for the league if the expansion team wins or if the caps win I mean we're not even talking about what you think is actually going to happen what do you think is act would be more significant for the league or do you think like the league would prefer
1: that's a really tough question to answer i I, I think my initial gut reaction maybe would change what thought it out but it's, it's a really good question um I think it's a win win. I mean, I, I just really think it's a win win where they they either way. I okay. mean, I, I think that, you know, with Ovechkin, you got somebody who, even if you're not a Catch fan, I think I'd be pretty hard pressed, other than maybe, you know, fans of rival teams to see a lot of, like, neutral fans that don't mm-hmm. like him. I mean, he's so goofy. He's so, you know, likable. He plays his ass off and he's playing just some phenomenal hockey right now. So, you know, I certainly think that's. Um, a lot of people will be excited to see him if he can get, you know, get the trophy. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, it's it's an amazing story. I think the the Tampa Bay coach uh, was asked uh you know, right after right after the Knights, yeah, uh, you know, punched their ticket to the Stanley Cup, was like, I mean, you have to do, you know, you can't do anything but give them credit. And like, they're not even I mean like you people would not, instinctively because of what they are, as an expansion team, like think like oh, it's a Cinderella story. Like. They're not. You can't call them a Cinderella story. They're just incredible. I mean, yeah. it's, it's it's they're so good. Like, it's just it doesn't really even fit to call them like a Cinderella like underdog. I mean, he's just like they're playing amazing hockey. They're a phenomenal hockey team, and they just uh, somehow they pull together. Just they're just the right team, and so you you really don't even look at them as a Cinderella story. Uh, again, it does it doesn't you know doesn't mean I mean they are legitimately an expansion team, and it is amazing what they've done. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it's a win-win either way. Maybe you have to give a slight edge to the expansion team pulling it off, just because that's you know is certainly the longer shots. But I mean, odds-wise, and it, it looks like about what I would expect. Mm-hmm. Odds-wise, right now, the 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 knights are the you know very slight you know favorite for the series. and then well, they, that, I then mean, they they right. have
0: home ice. I mean, they got the home, home, ice, ice. Advantage, right, home so. ice. So
1: it's it's but yeah. it's, it, so it's but it's basically just that. I mean, they they they, they don't. You know, I don't think anybody feels like there's a clear, like, oh, the, the Team A is going to take this down or Team B is going right. to take it down, you would certainly expect a great series. Uh, I certainly am. I'm certainly hoping for it. I uh, would be pretty, you know, shocked to see it, you know, be a, you know, uh, four or five game you know, series. Um, uh, but, yeah. Anyway, so, I, I slight edge to, to Golden Knights as the, the better story for the NHL, but it's, it's a win-win for them either way. Yeah. I, th- I, I, w- I would imagine – this is a a series that the NHL has to be really happy the way it panned out because I, I would imagine you know, as opposed to some some leagues where you just kind of get a uh, a fluky looking you know championship I think a lot of neutral fans mm-hmm. I would think I would hope are going to tune into this would be really excited to see like you know how this plays out
0: well if you're salty well we'll see what the NBA stuff shakes out to be I mean obviously the Rockets have done a good they put a good hurting on Golden State they've won back to back so they got the series lead. Uh, Boston's up on as of recording this. Boston's up on on the Cavs, so we'll see what that turns into. But if it's Golden State and the Cavaliers, people are like, oh, at least you can look at hockey if you want something new, right? That's for you, uh, Randy. I'm, absolutely, <laughs> I'm just saying. But what I think is fascinating about it is it's it's the expansion franchise. It's how they built it. Obviously, you have the you know the connection with McPhee or whatever between both. That's just bananas. And then you know, I, I think from a casual fan standpoint, I think the whole Vegas story is going to rope people in. I think they'll kind of get a little bit of the media darling love. Yeah, there's been some pushback on that. I don't know how much traction there really is with that. Um, I'm hard pressed to think that anybody would be really salty over, you know, uh, over the, the Gold Knights getting there. I mean, it just seems kind of odd to me that you would really hate that. I mean, it feels like it made for, you know, it feels like a movie. It really does. That being said, I have to wonder if maybe the more traditionalist, the actual NHL fan, might be a little bit more. Might be unless you're anti-Caps. Maybe if you're a Rangers fan or a Pens fan, maybe you're like f o v f F the Caps. But you'd have to think for all for how long it's taken him to get over the hump, right? To eat it at the hands of the Rangers, to eat it at the hands of the Pens, to have multiple seasons where they they had the Presidents Trophy and an early round exit, or. Um, all the series with the, like I said, depends on the Rangers and, and just the disappointments to finally be there, to finally get past them, to finally be here. You know what I mean? That's a 20 year wait, but that's the, that's those what Backstrom and Ovechkin. I mean, they've been together, what, 11 years, right? It's their first time, man. That's a big deal, dude. You know, they go down 0-2 to Columbus. They get past that. They get, I mean, it's just, I think there's so much that goes into this. I, I just don't know how you don't root for, root for them, root for a guy at root for a team that's had to get, and I was thinking about this earlier, and bear with me here, because you know, I don't really delve deep into my love for baseball, man. because I'm like man, the strikes took most of my love out of it, but I didn't grow up a Braves fan, and we're in here, we're here in obviously Richmond, Virginia, and I was surrounded by Braves fans, because you used to have the Richmond Braves, the AAA affiliate so there were tons of Braves fans around here but I was thinking in my head you know, at some point you know, because my big brother, Big Brothers and Big Sisters, was a Yankees fan. So anybody that's like, how'd you end up being a Yankees fan? It was because my big brother was a Yankees fan, and I watched baseball with him when I was like 11. And so he imprinted his fandom upon me, and I kind of ran with it. It's the same thing that how I inherited the Redskins, which I should have just rejected that from him out of the get-go, but you can't win them all. Um, you can't say no. Just say no. You can't win them all, buddy. Um, but I was thinking, my God, you know, what is, if the Caps win one, but they never win another? Are they like the Atlanta Braves of the NHL? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, there's regular season success and postseason disappointment. And I was thinking contextually, it's fitting for the area, but I'm like, nah. I hate to think about that narrative because, really, get it done. And I, I really, I would l- just love to see them get it done without dropping a narrative on them because uh, I really think the story is just it's almost like it feels like it's their turn. And I remember I was having a conversation with Mark and I'm like, "Dude, are you worried Is game 6, game 7? Are you worried? You know, what's the vibe in DC?" And you said it was calm. He said it was calm and confident. And that's a big thing, you know what I mean? That that was a big thing, and I think it really showed on ice when they're playing, uh, you know, the way that Hopey played, the way that uh Ovechkin played. I mean, all these guys, man, stepping up and, and just really showing up, dude. I mean, just
1: because you, you you and I talk about this. I mean, it's it's I, I don't think either of us are pretending that this is a a rocket science kind of statement. No. Like, playoff hockey is just such a different beast. It's I mean, so good. Dude. It's, it's 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 certainly entertain. It's an entertaining sport to begin with, but like when you get to playoff hockey, I mean, every single game, every single minute, every single period, every single shot, everything. It just it just matters. It's just so intense, especially when you're getting into a series where you're going to six and seven games. And, you know, for the Caps to have, you know, back-to-back shutouts and to, to play the way they, they played these last two games, I mean, you just you have to hope that they can absolutely keep that kind of momentum going. I mean, that Game 7, I, I, I got the impression. I think, Justin, you get to watch the entire game, I, Game I, 7.
0: I, I missed the initial opening goal. I missed that, oh. which was a shame. Um, but that whole second period, I, I was completely blown away. By how whether it's luck, chance, happenstance, an angle, something that Tampa Bay couldn't get a single one of those pucks in because it felt sure. like they were all over. It felt like they were all over that you know, all it, and and, to- and I mean you had people diving in front of pucks. They were they were going off skates, going off sticks, going off. Uh, who was that? Smith, Pelly got you know jacked up by one. Uh, some other people, t- you know, I, I, somebody took one like the leg. I mean it just felt like it felt like the Capitals were sacrificing their you know what I mean anything and everything. And this is not to take away from Hope because he he did an amazing job. But it just felt like that whole team, even though like Tampa Bay was all over their ass with shots on goal, it's like everybody on the caps was like, No, sir, we're gonna do our best. Collective defense, we're gonna get in front of that puck, we're gonna throw our body in front of it, anything we can to make sure it just doesn't get in there. But it's not only that. It's like any means necessary. Yeah, any know. means necessary. But I, I'm still, you know, watching that second period. I'm still just amazed that none of those happened to ricochet bounce. I mean, nothing. And I mean, there, there, there's 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 always a point when you watch sports that you know sometimes the bounces go your way. You know what I mean? And it just for for the for, in like the annals. Be careful how you pronounce that word. In the annals of sports <laughs> history, by the way. I mean that just felt like that was one of those moments where it was like. No, dude, that, that that's not happening, man. This is this is this is cap. This is the caps time. And the, you know, okay. you know, the, the they they hustled, they worked their ass off, they played their ass off. This is not like it was Devon intervention. I'm just saying, like sometimes teams, the, 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 they play their ass off and they get the bounces or the breaks. You know what I mean? And like that happened. And to yeah. me, that second period, what Tampa Bay was doing, I thought they were going to get a goal. I thought they were going to close that gap. They didn't. And uh, I mean, it's just incredible to me. I, I was on the edge of my seat, and you know, I could. I'm not going to tell you I'm a hockey lover. I'm not going to lie to you. I like it. I like Olympic hockey, and I like playoff hockey. I do not watch it in the regular season. I'm not going to lie to you. That game was freaking bananas.
1: Oh yeah, it was. You know but both Game Six and Game Seven um, absolutely were. But but yeah, it's Game Seven, the, the second period, you're absolutely right. I mean, that that was Tampa Bay's chance. Uh, when it was two nothing, there was there was that one in particular that got past Holby and was behind and was just waiting for the guy. To, he just needed to be able to just just give a little yeah. little bit of positive, and he could push it. to it, but just he, he couldn't. It was like he faltered with his stick and the the, the whoever it was the Caps guy that was chasing just just barely flung it out of there. But I mean, he absolutely there's no reason that the the team base should have scored on that moment and that would have made it two one. That that could have changed everything. Maybe um, fortuitous for sure. Uh, but I mean, you know, the the Caps. know, I mean we know. I mean the Tampa's Tampa's got a lot of offensive weapons, uh, Stamkos, in particular. But they've got a lot of offensive weapons. So I mean, they they of course you were know, everything they could. But it's just like after seeing so many opportunities go by the wayside, it seemed like by the third period they were just yeah you know, kind of spent. They were they were um, yeah dis- disheartened.
0: Oh, it looked like they uh, were selling out and just at some point you almost get bit, disheartened. By the way, like how bananas were you when uh I hope I pronounce his name correctly, Brokovsky went mm-hmm. on and just that breakaway, and you were like, "Oh, dude, he's got it!" And then he totally just you know crushed that first because he gets two, but that first yeah. one felt like it was so huge in that moment.
1: Oh yeah, oh absolutely to get to get to get the two goal lead. I mean, not that he gets a cushion. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. again, as, as incredibly intense as it is, and it always will be. I mean, at the same time, you know, two consecutive shutouts. I mean, really, they're they're there weren't any moments of like extreme panic, yeah. Uh, in terms of these two, and and you know, I would love for that to, you know, follow through to the this the Stanley Cup. I, I don't see that happening. Um, you know, four four straight shut shutouts for the Caps would be fantastic. Uh, six you straight just say, for old feet, you just that'd, say? Did you just say out Maybe, <laughs> um, but. Uh, but um, no, I mean that that they, they and and, and <laughs> I guess the other main thing that's a mm-hmm. highlight, especially in Game Seven, is they were hidden. I mean, they, they, oh, and, obviously Tom Tom Wilson uh, they, six I mean, and seven. Yeah, There's yeah, exactly. Point. Six and six and seven. They were physical. Obi was getting physical. Uh, but you know, Will Wilson certainly. In game Seven will be the most the most memorable. I, I've never seen. Even Megan said the same thing. You know, Megan uh, certainly even watched more hockey than I have. But, uh, you know, you've never seen, like, two guys who, the moment they step out of the, 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 the penalty box. Dude, gloves off. Like, Let's do this again.
0: <laughs> one more time, dude.
1: Come on, one more time. One more go around. <laughs> and, I mean, on one hand, it's, it's kind of incredibly stupid. But on the other hand, you, you kind of love it. I mean, it's, it's, that's, that's how you worry. These guys love it. Um, Wilson yeah, kind of dominated the fight, so that was good. Um, dude, <laughs>
0: but, uh, was it, Coburn? I was like, they're just yeah. slugging it out. He, like, totally punched at these like, helmet off of him. Man, that was oh, yeah.
1: great. He popped, him, he popped him good.
0: That was um,
1: great. So, yeah, they were, they were hitting. They were flying up and down the ice. Um, and they were playing as a team. It, it's just, they played some phenomenal hockey these last two games. So, you know, all you can do is, is hope that they can keep that momentum going. I'm sure, you know, they are obviously incredibly excited to have done what they've done.
0: And, and I... What, no <laughs> reaction to Olivia Newton-John? That's incredible. <laughs> None. <laughs> so, I can, reach it, it, can you imagine? Look, we had an episode where we break out the electric slide and Olivia Newton-John physical. That's pretty impressive. You're going like to get it old school. Yeah, this, yeah. this is vintage. Well, you know, why not? It's been 20 years <sighs> since the Caps, you know, went to the finals, right? 20-ish. Yeah. 20? Was it 98? Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I still, uh, you know, I, I know we're split, splitting hairs, perhaps. I. I, I, I still... mean, if we could go back in time, I mean.
0: Mm. Oh lord. Mm. Mm. Thank you, McGuffin. I had not. Yeah. That was the the one song I forgot. To go ahead <laughs> and queue up, and so a a for effort, and thank you for reminding me. Yeah. Just for you, Randy. There it is. Anyway, all right, Mark, keep going, bud. <laughs> sure.
1: I, this has nothing to do with anything, but I'm just going to share a, a quick uh, meme in the sports group chat The you remind reminded me of that somebody shared with me today that makes me kind of laugh. Um, but, um, <laughs>
0: it's, it's clever. Really? Uh, nice. <laughs> <it's> great. Um, <laughs> that's so goofy. <laughs> anyway.
1: Um. Uh, <laughs> so, so I, I um, yeah, you know, I think that's the you know the DC sports you know suckhole. I mean, I think it's you know a little unfair to to you know put the Caps in the same like layer of you know the DC sports suckhole as as the you know especially the Redskins and 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 if any you're of the Giants
0: fan, So you know, I mean, come on.
1: No man but I mean the the Cavs, I
0: mean, they still they still even if they haven't
1: you know gone past I mean they've made the playoffs for how many consecutive years That's not the point. The point uh, is
0: that the point is that they you know regular season success is fantastic but they break hearts in the postseason. That's the I, whole I, point. I can't. I, I understand but like, when's
2: the last time the Redskins did anything positive? Um <laughs> why are you ignoring the fact that the Nets do it every year and that the Wizards have been doing it too? Just saying, well, bro. Sure.
1: I mean, I, I, the rest, the, rest, the Redskins are the definition of the sports suck hole, and then the rest, <laughs> the rest, the rest of the teams are, are, you know, on a slightly higher tier. I'd say Caps, then Nats, then Wizards. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, Split, okay. splitting hairs. Splitting hairs, but anyway, uh, they're in the Stanley Cup. This is amazing. it, oh, it really it's great. is. It's uh, great. D, D, it is. DC is definitely, you know, <laughs> you can you can feel it, uh, it truly.
0: Um. random side note did you see there's a, a a town that wants to change their name to Capitalsville
3: <laughs> <That's> interesting <laughs> uh,
0: Lovetsville Virginia population of around 2000 by the way and so um, the mayor proposed that if the caps you know beat the lightning and went we're going to the Stanley Cup that he would uh, try to get the city council to um, approve a measure to temporarily rename the town Capitalsville and that would last till either the Caps lost in the, in the uh, Stanley Cup final or until a week after they captured their first title. So, nice little bit of PR, nice little bit of pub. I thought that was kind of kind of decent. You know, why not? I I,
2: yeah, I can appreciate
0: that. Yeah, yeah. If you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, and I, and, I, and I have to say, as a Rangers fan, I, I'm going for Vegas on this. However, I know how it feels as being a Rangers fan, considering back in 94... With Messier helping the Rangers raise that Stanley Cup for the first time in 54 years, Thanks. I know what it's like. Thanks, Randy. They have to wait. So I I uh, appreciate the situation it is, and I have respect there, but still, I'm going Vegas. I don't care.
1: No, I, I, I totally get it, and 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 similar similar to the captain. I mean, I I, I can't pretend that I wouldn't be, <laughs> you know, significantly disappointed if the Caps can't pull us off, but. Just, I'd certainly still have a part of me that that, that would absolutely be able to be you know, happy for the the, the gold you knights. Know, yeah, the Golden knights. knights. I mean, yeah. a we, we yeah certainly the the crew knows how much I I love and appreciate Vegas. It's a great story. It really is supremely impressive what they've already done just to get to this point. I mean, making the playoffs, let alone now making the Stanley Cup. Um, so. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was hoping for a great series. I, I the, at the same time, I say that I mean, I, my, my, me and my heart would probably most appreciate a, a pretty smooth sailing, like four or five game, vict- you know, a Stanley Cup victory. But uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I think the game game one will be hugely telling. Again, that that's uh, a not really brilliant uh, breakdown there. But uh, I don't know what to expect. I, I feel like I feel like Fleury is 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 not as tested. Uh, nearly as tested as all be. and so uh I'm, I'm i'm hoping that's uh the cash can can kind of expose him I, I don't know if i trust him uh fully and yeah. and the goal for the for the golden knights but uh not saying I mean, he's done amazing to get them there but anyway
0: well uh, dude here's a here's a little bit of crowd noise from outside for you And that was right outside the Capital One Arena, <laughs> not the Verizon Center. We want Vegas! There
3: you go. I mean, ironically, it- that's outside Mark's apartment. Like every day. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is true, actually. <laughs> that I, that I do believe. That I do believe. By the way, I got a question for Mark.
2: Sure.
3: If you could go watch a Stanley Cup game in Vegas, but you have to be Wear a Capitals jersey now, and you have to deal with all the heckling there, or go to where your brethren are in DC to go watch uh, a Stanley Cup game. Where would you prefer to go? That's that's that's,
1: that's pretty cruel. I mean, I, I would enjoy it either place, but uh, I, I guess I think I, I have to I have to to stay uh, stay stay in DC and 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 go be with with uh, my brother just 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 because I mean I I you know, I can't. I can't really even imagine how you know awesomely like you know loud and you know on point you know that that stadium will be. Um, I guess you know the first game there should probably be Friday uh, here in D.C. So tough. I I, I I would be happy to rock the red in Vegas, but uh, but yeah, I think I think my my heart would would have to be you know be smart and say you know the more enjoyed would be. Being here in DC, so they won't make
0: the mistake of trying to block the red in Vegas, huh?
3: (laughs) Vegas says let it let it it ride on red. Little little karma there. Mm. (laughs) Vegas is happy to let let it roll on red. By the way, fellas, what's the biggest game you've ever been to? Like with the most on the line? Mm. Just out of curiosity.
1: I have to think about that for a bit I, I really think that uh, in terms of like significance I don't know that I've ever really been to a a game in person that had like significant stakes I mean I've certainly been to Me neither. Point, a, a, good, a good amount of uh, regular games in all sports and I mean I went to see uh, you know uh, I've always I know I've shared with y'all that you know, certainly when my brother and I went to city Field to watch the Mets it was you know, the very end of the season where they already wrapped up everything. So, I mean, they, they they had their playoff ticket punched, and that was when the, you know, rained out Friday night's game. So, Saturday they had a doubleheader and the Saturday night game that was the first game we were going to. So, my very first time seeing a Mets game in New York uh, was when Scherzer, you know, no-hit them and, you know, struck out 20. I was like, that's that's just, that's that's so sweet of you, Max Scherzer. You know, the very first Mets game I am seeing in New York, <laughs> and freaking no hits them with 20 strikeouts. Uh, but again, at least they had already punched their uh, punched their playoff ticket, and we we had two tickets both Saturday and Sunday night. And then Sunday they they came back and didn't do great, but they still won like one nothing. Graham at a late home run, so at least we saw one victory there. But uh, yeah, yeah it's pretty hard hard to enjoy my first experience in City Field, you know, watching Scherzer strike out everybody.
0: <laughs> uh, I've been to a couple of Redskins playoff games. Um, they haven't ended well. <laughs> one was the Redskins and the Packers. And which you know, I, I pulled for the Packers too, so I didn't feel terrible about that. But it wasn't a great football game from the Redskin standpoint. So you know, on that. And then I went to the Redskins Seahawks uh, playoff game, where um, the impact of that was the absolute collapse of RG three's knee and and professional oh, career. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was like everything rolled into one big bag of fail, and you knew it in the, in that stadium. You knew it, and that, that's probably the weirdest thing. With that one is... is Because uh, we were upper bowl. We were upper deckers. <laughs> and uh, you just... You know, it, it was a strange thing to not... It's not like you had replay. It's not like you had a real close up. But the way the life got sucked out of that crowd and out of that stadium over the course of that game. You, you just knew. Uh, and that was sad. That was sad. So those are probably the two most impactful games I've been to and both sucked. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Yeah. Now, now I'm, I'm not hard pressed to go to a playoff game. I've done it. I've done it a couple times in my life. I'm perfectly happy. Just watching on, watching on the telly. You know what I mean? I'm okay with that. Understood. Cause that, that was a lot of money. You know, that's, that's a crappy drive home, dude. When you go to a playoff yeah. game and you're like all stoked and all excited. And then fail buckets? I
3: dude, I got lucky. I my mom for my thirtieth birthday got me tickets for the Colts, Jets, AFC championship game. Yeah. Ooh. Uh back in oh nine. And uh yeah, that that was one where they they were down at the half, but they pulled it out in the second half to go to the Super Bowl. And uh that it was a lot of fun. It was loud as hell. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> well, imagine. if it was oh if, if it was an goodness. indie,
0: you know they pipe in extra noise. I mean, it is. It <laughs> well, is that was indie. the RCA Dome. That's not the new stadium.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Although the RCA Dome, dude, that place was so freaking loud. Holy cow! That place was ridiculous, and I, it wouldn't surprise me if they piped in sound. That's there.
0: a place I bet they still do the electric slide. In Indy. <laughs> I bet you, I bet you, I bet that's a, I bet that's a popular move, man, out and about.
3: Actually, in order to get your ticket into the stadium, you had to do the electric slide. So there you go. Wow.
0: I forgot how awful the outfits are from the '80s. You know, I lived through the '80s, and I I I constantly either I've blocked it out or I've just forgotten. I like to believe it's a combination of both. So uh, what's funny is seeing like you know uh, kids and styles coming back, and I I look at some of the stuff they wear, and I'm like, oh my god, it's like the '80s or the '80s and the early '90s are trying to return, and I'm just like, just oh lord, (laughs) they're trying to be like Return of the Mac, eh? Uh, you know, that song is great, but like I don't know. I mean, like there's certain eras of fashion and clothing and hair that that just just go away. Just don't come back. Yeah, no. it's just it's just bad.
3: As, I mean, <laughs> I mean as it,
0: kids we were like, "Hey, this is great." Now
2: as we're adults, we're like, "What the hell were we thinking?" No, <laughs>
0: no. It, it's just it's just most most of the stuff from the '80s is just it's just bad. It should oh, not.
3: Break out your fanny packs.
0: No, no zubas, hey, yeah. no, yeah, no, no your zubas as
2: well. Come on now. No
0: zubas, no dude. <laughs> those no. were so hideous.
1: They oh. were. I just, I miss, I do miss my pogs, but.
0: Mister what?
1: <laughs> my, what pogs? my pogs.
0: I don't even know what the hell the. I mean, I, I vaguely sort of was it like? Was it, were those like caps or tops or whatever uh-huh. you would flip or something goofy? Sure, the little, yep. little,
2: little, little round chips. I remember those. Alright,
1: we'll track yeah, some down up, on eBay, on, we'll, we'll and we'll just, get be, some might, for you guys. Might be a little too old for those when they were around, but... Yeah, maybe. I think got some Star Wars ones around
0: here somewhere. You probably would. <laughs> Indeed, I would. <laughs> you probably would. Indeed. Indeed, indubitably. Uh, for Mark... It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see you break that out, man. It, it plays some, uh, what, Porgs, Pogs, Pogs, what? Pogs, yeah. Pogs, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it should be a pair of shoes. I'm just, I I'm don't know. Put on,
1: put, a, put on a couple of my snap bracelets and bust on my Pogs.
0: <laughs> nice. Jesus, snap nice. bracelets. There you Good go. Good Lord. Yeah. Listening to your Walkman. That's right. Dude. Walnuts are sweet, bro. Don't hate on those, man. Uh, by the way, I I will readily admit I love the fact that Ovi just went up to that Prince of Wales Trophy, grabbed it, and then the whole team's out there, man. Good. Don't be scared of that damn thing. Go out there, grab that oh. sucker, hoist it up, take pictures, have a good time with it, man. I know people oh, yeah. worry about uh, you know tradition or curses and all that junk. Look, dude, if <laughs> you already got past all the all the big bad boogies, and I, I believe the. Um, the, you know the Golden Knights grabbed whatever their trophy was. You know what I mean. So if there's bad mojo, both of them have it. You know what I'm right. saying.
1: Well, I love. Well, I love the the, the 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 person interviewing him was you know, asking him, and he was like, "I'm gonna go do that right now." <laughs> so no, I totally agree.
0: Yeah, no, I I I, I like seeing uh, his yeah enthusiasm. I like seeing his enthusiasm, and you know, I mean, uh, it, every once in a while, you have these guys that uh, you know they have these good careers, and they just they don't have the ring. They don't have they don't have that. Yeah that spot and at least i don't know how this plays out but at least he gets the opportunity at it you know what i mean because you have these stories name your league name your franchise there's somebody that's a great player that never gets to play in a super bowl or in an nba finals or in a stanley cup finals or whatever and there's some guys that have great careers that never get to the playoffs who was it There was a linebacker and i want to say he played for the bengals and the bills and uh, he was a really good linebacker, and I and he just it, I don't think he ever played a playoff game, like ever. And he was he was a really to, was it to chaos K- 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 spikes. K- spikes? There you go. And he was a baller, dude. That was a good was. damn player. And you know I, I'm pretty sure he never got to play in a playoff game. Impossible. You know I mean and, and, and just think about that man. So uh, you know uh, I think it's a great story either way. My personal preference is really going to be the Caps. Um, but, but we'll see how that shakes out. But I, I just, I just think for Ovi for, and really, I mean, it's not just him either. Uh, by the way, I love seeing the head coach out there on that sprint skate, <laughs> taking them, <laughs> taking the lap and then going down. That was, the skate. Great. That was great. Yeah. I thought, I thought wow. that was really cool. Um, you know, the, they have a good vibe and a good mojo. We can talk about the fan base, but the fan base isn't going to play the games. The team's going to, the team's going to do that. So uh, I loved how they handled the end of that series with the Lightning. I like how they were selling out. I, I, I'm not a hockey prognosticator, nothing like that. But I, I love the vibe. I love the attitude. And I have the feeling that they know this is, this is their time to, to, to grab a hold of it and put a stamp on it. And You know what I mean? Th- this is their opportunity. And I think that that's a veteran enough team that's been through enough heartbreak, that's been through enough stuff. They're going to show up and they're going to they're gonna skate their asses off. Um, you know, and, and if if Vegas happens to win, I think Vegas is going to have to earn the shit out of that. Uh, cause okay. I, I think the Caps are going to roll up and they're going to be damn ready <clears throat> for all phases. So I, hey, I think it, I think it sets up to be a, a really really good Stanley Cup final, man.
1: No, it, it absolutely should. And I uh, I guess two two more quick things for me. Yeah. Um, I was going to say that yeah, you know, my, my lovely wife she 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 frequently highlights this, and I, I've certainly seen it more than enough to know that it's it's true. One of, I mean, there's so many things to like about Ovi. Uh, again, I, I think and hope, you know, unless you're you're, you know, you're a player or a fan of a rival team, I hope that most neutral observers would root for the guy and like him. I I, I don't see a whole lot not to like, but one of her favorite things, if not the favorite thing about him that I, I would absolutely echo, is that he, he almost seems as... As if not more excited for his teammates when somebody else scores a goal, you know, than when he gets one. I mean, he he's such seems like such a great team player and such a great teammate that he is so excited when he sees you know uh, somebody else in the team do do something great, and and that's just awesome to see. I mean, that's I, again, I mean, I, <laughs> of course, it all benefits you know the team. I recognize that, but. You know just just seeing somebody like him I mean certainly there's plenty of teams you know his captains are are probably pretty mm-hmm. you know ar- arrogance um, you know all about themselves kind of guys and I just I, I I don't think that there's much of any of that you know in, in, in him and uh, and he certainly knows i mean yes he's the captain he's the, the the big name on the team but you know they're not they're not where they are they're not four four wins away from a, a championship. You know, without, you know, team play. I mean, they, they've oh, got absolutely. such such a such deep roster. Uh, Holtby, you know, stepped up so huge lately. So he, he knows that he, he wouldn't get any of this. You know, he wouldn't have any of that the accolades and any of the potential successes. It's, it's you know, right around the corner oh, without, yeah. you know, great team play. So,
0: Well, a couple of things as we wrap up thoughts on the caps. I love uh, Ovechkin's predictions for the 2017-2018 season. This is a quote. <laughs> We're not... <laughs> We're not going to be sucked this year. <laughs> I love that, by the way. We're not going to be sucked this year. That's fantastic. That that's a straight I, up. Point I, I have that on a shirt. Yeah, way back in September in training camp, man. I love that line. Uh, and now, of course, to go to the first Stanley Cup final in twenty years, pretty badass. But talking about you know what he's done: twelve goals, ten assists, so he's got twenty-two points during the playoffs. I mean, he he has absolutely played skated his ass off however you want to like drop references on that one uh, but it is important and you know Megan's right you're looking at that game and it was it, one of the things that was fun and i think this is in part because of what his where he's at in his career you know what i mean and you can see his his uh, emotion about the team winning and certainly i mean that means a great deal for him and for his career but i love this line and so there's a an, an NHL gifts or as Mark would say, an NFL GIF uh, account. And so they had this picture of Ovechkin, and he's got his arms up. And it, the caption is just, when you need to hug everyone at once, but you only have two arms. You know what I mean? It's always just up. And you know, anyway, he's just so excited for all of his teammates, man, just hugging them and getting in on everything. And I thought that was, I thought that was great. And then, you know, after the game, it's a quote, it's unbelievable, I can't explain my emotions. I'm happy for my boys. I can't wait to come back home. It's going to be nuts over there. Right about that. Right about that. (laughs) We're not going to be suck this year. What a line, dude. (laughs) What a line. What a line. (laughs) No
3: butt suck express for us. No, no BSC.
0: (laughs) No no BSC. Uh, Mark, I know, uh, well, we're going to be wrapping up and getting out here in a minute. So if you're about ready to... uh, pops tops rip cord out and all that kind of jibba jabba. i said we have a quick salute o'clock and then uh if you want to call your shots for the nba stuff um that might might be kind of fun so uh i've got uh, a little heavy seas loose cannon hop three ipa man uh pretty tasty and i have a you know a little jim beam and some mexico the glass bottle coke it's good stuff good choice yes sir
1: uh what you got mark i'm I'm enjoying a uh, laganitis dark swan dark swan sour ale. it is delicious. I love my laganitis very very
3: delicious
0: Very good Shannon what you got brother
3: Hardywood Richmond lager man
0: man you've been on that for a minute summertime, baby I'm telling you bro. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Randy, what you got bro? kind of double fisting
2: here. I got Ooh. myself a wouldn't call it the rod Gardner screwdriver but uh, we'll call it the Brandon Lloyd screwdriver because you know he, he caught far less than rod Gardner did and uh, also got the doubles backbone mile 842
0: nice there you go oh well, hopefully you are savoring the flavor on that indeed I am mark I hope that uh, have you seen some of the some of the lines come out for a few of the betters that that threw money down on the nights and some of the odds they had. Have you seen some, uh, yeah, of, some of the listings of yeah, the payouts? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's kind of a hoot. There's uh, Doug, or at Doug ESPN, I'm not going to pronounce this guy's name correctly. But anyway, he had a listing of some of the biggest Golden Knights tickets. And, well, liability for a hand, handful of the sports books. So, they have some at 300-to-1, to one 200 to one hundred fifty 151-to-to-1. I mean, you're talking about a $400 bet that has a $120,000 payout. I mean, what, what a deal there, dude. I mean, they had to be willing to throw down 400 bucks, but what you see is a lot of people that threw down like 50 or 20, you know what I mean? Or a hundred dollars, which I guess if you're a, if you're a regular better, you probably, you know, have a little fun, pepper a little bit money out there, dropping a $50 bet with those kind of odds. I mean, you get one payoff. I mean, here's one. It's a ticket cost was 50 bucks and they're going to, if, if the Golden Knights win, they're going to collect 8,800 freaking dollars. That's 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 a pretty damn good return. Uh, yeah, uh,
1: but you know, I, I I think I told you about. It. I mean, certainly, mm. I think a lot of people. I mean, who can can if they can, you know, comfortably swallow this, are you know, gonna just frame the ticket. I mean, I didn't mean to cash it out because they they just wanted to kind of put the bet down for for, for fun. So I think there actually that, dude,
0: take a damn I, picture well, of I, it. Cast <laughs> the fr- What I are know. you talking about? I, Xerox the thing. I, what do you forget? What a photocopy is. Take a picture. Stick it on Twitter. I don't, cash I don't. I don't
1: disagree, but I'm just telling you, there's, there's. I mean, no. I'm not necessarily saying a ton of people out there, but there's gonna be a good handful of them that just they wanted the tickets to, on. if for fun, see what happens, and yeah, you know, they're gonna hang it up for posterity. No, nah. I'm not. I'm not saying I agree with it, but <laughs> I, Vegas, 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 folk for you.
0: Okay, I don't. I don't know that if I had that ticket, unless I just had money to burn, dude. There's no way. Right. There's okay. no way, dude no way although uh one interesting payoff uh or payout or i don't know quite the best way to phrase it uh but a las vegas brothel did offer the gold knights a sex party if they win the stanley cup
3: <laughs> <laughs> wow
0: That's, that sounds about right so they probably they, you know they get the over and they get the under you know what i'm saying hey
3: now hey,
0: hey. Uh, anyway a rep for <laughs> sherry's ranch tells TMZ Sports they've noticed an uptick in business during the team's run and the girls have decided that they want to show their appreciation there you go <laughs> i, I hit love, the check. I, yeah I love this well you know you gotta play the slots right um <laughs> Anyway, so like, the victory party will involve the full complement of over two dozen gorgeous women and the entire sex menu. I like how there's a sex menu. I mean, my God, will be available to any and all players wishing to partake of the brothel's highly coveted. Mark, are you okay over there, bro? Wishing to partake <laughs> of the brothel's highly coveted erotic services, compliments of the house. If the knights, I love this line. This is this is the kicker. If the knights go all the way. I'll go all the way. As always. I just want to know that like is, when they finish is is the foghorn going to go off? Like wouldn't that be a, be a, <laughs> He shoots he Oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, What's pretty cruel is I just closed that tab out and the next one that was open was how how the lightning keep coming up short. Oh. Oh. oh sorry. <laughs>
3: But oh. as always, there is no sex in the champagne and room. No sex. No. Is there is true. no
0: sex in the champagne room. Also true. Still real to me, damn it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you this, man. I hope you can Two win it. At the same that, time. that dude is a Hall of Famer. He deserves to win it. He does. That
0: that would be great to see.
3: I would be I great to see film. that. Very, very much on board with that. So yeah, I, I better,
1: I better call my shot before I get out of here. But uh, yeah, go ahead and call your shots, yeah,
0: man. Yeah, I'm, I'm
1: ridiculously excited. I will certainly be, you know, glued to every, every second of it. Uh, I hope we have a great series, and I'm, I'm very confident we will. I'm going to take the Caps. Uh, I think they win Game One. I think they come out strong, win Game One. But I think the, the Knights win Game Two. Uh, I think it's going to go six. So I'm calling Caps and six. Okay. So I think they, that, they, yeah, you know, they'll, they'll close it out here at home. In game six and that
0: that would be phenomenal. Alright. What about the NBA, man? We actually have some competitive series all of a sudden. Here we were I was ready to write these damn things off. And uh, the Rockets are up on Golden State. You got you know, Boston up on, on the Cavs, but I love this quote quote and uh or this tweet and Shannon did a retweet that said, Quote, we interrupt the anthem narrative for some real sports drama. Warriors and LeBron each sixty minutes from elimination. So, boy, of all the outcomes you would have expected, would you would you have put your money on rockets? Uh, rockets, Celtics, NBA finals. Uh, I, I, I believe rockets in the rockets. Maybe.
3: I, I,
1: I, can't, I can't say I saw the Celtics knocking on the Cavs, and then the, the Cavs aren't going to make it easy on them. So it's no. just, can't 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 write off anybody yet. But uh, if I were if I were calling it, I, I actually I think uh, I think I got to go. Yeah, Rockets, uh, Celtics. At this point, it's yeah crazy. The, the Celtics are just so good at home, and so that the, the Cavs, it just feels like it feels like they just they don't know how to beat them in Boston. They in they Boston. can obviously just annihilate them in Cleveland. But well,
0: uh, I thought I saw um, a stat that said you know the Celtics score seventeen more points per game at home than on the road. That's a huge difference, man. It's enormous,
1: enormous for an yeah. NBA team. I mean, that's and, that's that's such a huge swing.
0: And the the other thing is, they're at a point now where there's only a day off between games. You don't have these long, yeah. like, they had longer layovers earlier. And LeBron, you but, know, to be quite fair, I mean, that team looked a little gassed. Oh, other that, that, that
1: absolutely, absolutely benefits the Celtics. Yeah. They're, they're, they're the much young, younger much team. Much younger
0: team. Yeah. So, so.
1: um,. Uh huge huge, uh, <laughs> huge freaking game tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course. Uh see so Cavs, calves on the ropes, but uh we'll see. But you but you think, to, you love think love Rockets game, and game, game, Celtics? Game, game, game seven I, I'm I'm gonna say Rocket Rocket Celtics, I think that that's you know, the Rockets. Rockets been getting it done on defense. I mean, their, their offense had not been perfect. We know Harden had a, you know, horrendous shooting night tonight. But that—that's all the more impressive that they still you know, handle their business, um, found a way to win. Yeah, you know, despite him shooting poorly, uh, but I think their their defense is what you know give. They got to give them so much credit for, and uh, so. Uh, again, Golden State's not just going to roll over. No, but Rockets did a very phenomenal job late in both the last two games to get to get those Ws. And uh, I don't know. Uh, we we'll, we'll very well could be two game sevens, you know, in the horizon. But uh, I kind of don't think so, especially in the West. I, I, I think that I would give I'd give the Cavs more of a chance to force a game seven. I think the Rockets close it out next game.
0: Wow, in that one's in Golden State, though. So you think they're gonna? It is. It is. Woo.
1: They, they, they did it a game ago, and I, I just I think um, yeah. You know, they, they, they get they get they you get know, angry. They they know they're so close. They know they do not want to see a game seven against this team. Uh, so I, I think again their their defense their defensive plan is it's, you know, Durant's uh, especially in not I didn't see so much of this. Well, I I saw most of tonight's game, but I was gonna say uh, I feel like especially I paid pay really close attention the game before on
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, someone tonight too late in the game. I mean, he's doing a phenomenal job of just not letting Durant be comfortable and get get the shots he wants. Uh, Kurt, Curry had his ridiculous you know game a couple of games ago, but for the most part he he's been you know, relatively contained. I don't know, it's just been it's been all about defense for the Rockets, which is kind um, of surprising, but that's how they've been getting it done. So we'll
0: we'll see how we'll see how, just, we'll just see how the, it shakes out, man. I, uh, you know, again, I, I think with me, I'm just, I just felt like Golden State was going to sign, seal, and deliver this thing up, and it's been a pleasant yeah. surprise uh, seeing, you know, Houston ball out and ball up, and I mean, yeah, the defense of the night really kind of took me by surprise, and then just for Golden State to have a, have some leads and just kind of squander them, um, they had a terrible fourth quarter the other night, it's just <laughs> odd, so whether it's injuries or overconfidence or just throwing a game away or whatever, they don't. You know, I mean, quite honestly, this is going to sound weird. Maybe they need to lose. You know what I'm saying? Rubble, get a little salt in the wound, get a little pissed off, and you know, I mean, it, it's it's a yeah. lot to ask a team to win and be as good as they have been and to keep doing it. And sometimes you need every once in a while you need a little foot to ass reminder. But I don't think they're what they were. And some of that might be injuries. Some of that, I mean, there's reasons for that. Um, right. Issues with, with Iguodala, which I I don't think people appreciate how valuable Iguodala is to that team. But I don't know. Let, let's give the Rockets more kudos. So uh, I don't want to hate on Golden State, but uh, you know, taking one in the chin might be good for what the next few years of that franchise will be. A- unless you hate the Rocket, or excuse me, hate the Warriors, then you just want to lose every year. But uh, I'd be okay with that. But uh, anyway, we'll see. Well, look, man, go get some rest. You need to have some energy saved up for the uh, Stanley Cup Finals. Looking forward to that. So. Uh, thanks for rubbing a little salt in the wound with the Redskins with the DC Sports Suckhole. Uh, you, sir, are an asshole. Um, i do do I can I know. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> 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 I'm just messing with you, man. Oh, anyway, that's okay. Look, 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 look. I'm telling you. I want to see you out there doing the electric slot. Actually... Just go to the White House alone. I want you to see I want to see you do the electric sinkhole slide. I want you to go ahead, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> go ahead and bust some stuff up there, man. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> Look, something good's gotta happen in DC, right? Go ahead. Let, let the capitals kind of you know take exactly. some of this stress away, some of this frustration away. Why not? Let's exactly. do it. Anyway, go get some rest, man. We'll catch you a little bit later, bud.
1: Absolutely. Night, folks.
0: Alright, bro. Night, man. Night. Man. Night. <laughs> This will be prime time for Whitfield to like randomly call in, wouldn't it? Oh. <laughs> hey guys, what you doing?
3: Going to bed, click. <laughs> I
0: just woke up and, uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, I'm awake late at night. Can't sleep. I'm gonna go burn some heaters. I'm gonna call you real quick. What's up? We're just teasing you, dude. We're just teasing you. Oh, man. Okay. All right. So, uh realistically, I don't know. We get, I need to get a new beer. Like mine's empty, my mixed drink is empty. Um I figure we need to tie up tie up a little bit of the stuff with hockey, the NBA and uh, the the whole anthem thing. I don't you know, I don't know, man. I'm still kind Might of i save that one. I'm still kind of processing this thing. I'm still kind of processing this whole thing with the anthem and I think there's a lot of layers to it. Uh but at the end of the day, you know how Deion Sanders likes to say it's a business decision for the league? Oh, it's
3: an absolutely oh, it's, a it's a business decision. It's a business decision.
0: And I think that the reality is you know it. I know it. The fans know it. The players know it. The NFLPA knows it. This this is a business decision, dude. <sighs> yeah, let me get a beer. Let me get a beer. <laughs> we'll, we'll at least have a little bit of conver- a little conversation about it. And, you know, keep in mind that I think it's funny that Goodell talked about how it was a unanimous decision. Um, but lo and behold, York and the 49ers and the dude from the Jets, Johnson? Yeah, Woody Johnson. Jets. It didn't seem so unanimous when they were talking about it, did they? If you're Isn't that
3: such a sports brew name, Woody Johnson?
0: Is it Woody or is it Chris? Didn't it used to be Woody Johnson? I have to double check. I got I, I got to pull his name just to be sure.
3: I mean, it, it sounds like a very hard name.
0: Whoa, what? Yeah, no, it is. It is Christopher Johnson. There you go. Yeah. There, it, it used to be. <laughs> used, to, used to be Woody. I mean, it's just yeah. That sounds dirty, man. I need a beer.
3: <sighs> it sounds like they need one of those Viagra commercials.
0: <laughs> hey, when you want to go deep, when you want to get in the end zone, when you want to split the uprights. Change your name from Chris to Woody. Yeah. (laughs) When you want to get a sack when it counts, I mean, (laughs) where are you going to go? Avoid the the butt fumble with Viagra. I mean, like, where do you, you know what I'm saying? Like, where do you go with that? My (laughs) God. Mm -hmm. By the way, side note. With Hunter Henry tearing his ACL, I know the uh, San Diego Chargers, err, LA Chargers, totally, you know, gave Antonio Gates dos boot out of there. How quickly do you think they're giving Antonio Gates a call with Hunter Henry's toward ACL, dude? Hey, uh, uh AG, please come back. You think you might have a little bit less in the tank, man? Uh, yeah, they give that
3: dude a call quick.
0: I mean, don't they have to? Don't yeah. they? Why not? Right? Mm, you have to. I mean, I would not, not that I don't think going with Hunter Henry, that was probably the right decision until he got hurt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyway. Yep. Side note. Yeah. Let me go get a beer, dude. I'll be right back. I'm going to pause this. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, yeah. I'd stretch our legs for just a couple of minutes there. Get a fresh beverage. Woo, man. This is good beer, buddy. Um, all right. Look, man, a, a couple of things. We'll top some loose ends really quickly and that will just wrap up a clock and get out. <laughs> I'm happy to, that both both of the NBA playoff series g- got more competitive. I really didn't think they were going to get good, and maybe that was unfair. But it's just NBA playoffs have been a little bit underwhelming, so I'm happy to see that uh, they got a little, little bit feisty at the at the back end. Uh, we'll see if the you know Cavs can force a game seven, but I, I still kind of favor the the Celtics to come out of that one. And um, you know, it's interesting looking at Rockets and Warriors because that. Getting the back to back wins and then beating Golden State in Golden State, that was huge. And you know, again, I don't know if maybe that's just this is one of those times where they're a little beat up, they're not quite right, whatever it is. But I, I want to give more credit to the Rockets than I want to do to like as far as like taking away like I don't want I, I don't think it's a matter of excuses. You know what I'm saying? Like there might be reasons why this series is going the way that it is, but that team's good enough and stacked enough and deep enough it's not a matter of excuses, right? Because the Rockets had to go out and play play some D and, and get some things done. And kudos to them for doing that. Uh, we'll see if, if Golden State, you know, goes the old classic heart of a champion and uh, rallies up and stands up and, and, you know, can win back-to-backs. So, I mean, look, the Capitals had to do it. You know what I mean? True. So, uh, we've already seen it in the playoffs this year. Granted, different sport, but... If you can get it to the Game 7, then you never quite know how things shake out. Uh, Shannon, any any particular expectations uh, as far as the NBA playoffs going forward?
3: Well, it's just going to be interesting to see uh, the severity of CP3's hamstring when he went down tonight. Yeah, Yeah, I was
0: clutching that thing.
3: At the end of Game 5, because if that dude can't go, you know... Vegas wise, throw your money towards uh, Golden State. If he's like,
0: if, if he needs rest, do you think the Rockets would take the chance of like giving away Game Six? Absolutely, and getting game because Game Six would be in Golden State. Game Seven's back in Houston. Absolutely. Would, would they say, you know what? We'd rather roll the dice and get his Hammy, give him a day, you know, give him a little rest, and then yeah,
3: if you if you need to give him the rest, you. Rest him game six. Mm-hmm. got to extend the bench a little bit because he's only playing seven players right now, and that's that's huge. You know, D'Antoni's really shortened that bench to just, you know, two guys coming off the bench. So you're going to have to have another person come off the bench at that point in time. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a roll of the dice. But if, he, if he's going to be healthier in you know four days versus two days then yes you absolutely rolled the dice of course we probably won't know anything till the morning right well um, that was
0: just looking at him kind of grab his hammy a little bit and hope, hopefully I, it's hopefully it's a non-issue
3: yeah and that's that's what i would imagine i guess that's what everybody hopes because yeah. you know you want no excuses at this no time no excuses of year no excuses um with that uh, said I, I do fully expect golden State to win game six and, and i i expect them to win it handily and i expect game seven to go back to houston i whatever happens after that i don't know yeah uh, i expect cleveland in the boston series i expect cleveland to win game six and then i i think boston will win game seven that you the, think we're getting the double sevens, suggests, and it's
0: going to be the home teams with a ripe opportunity to close them out.
3: Yeah, it's... Dude, LeBron is just so ridiculous right now. I, know. I You know, he is. that guy, he's just on another level, and none of those guys on his team are just... Just... Ugh, just compete, man. Like, some of those guys, it just seems like some of them just don't even compete. You know, on the road, like just get into it, be, defend, run the court, and it just it just feels like it's LeBron on the road. It feels like it's just LeBron versus the damn Celtics. And as great as that man is, he can't beat an entire team. Uh, and of course, Brad Stevens is just just running circles around Ty Lue as far as coaching. Yeah. I mean, it's not oh, even, by, it's by not far. even by close. Far. By far. It, it's not by close. Far. And, um, you know, if the Boston does close it out tonight or in Game 7, it'll be interesting to see what LeBron's future is. I mean, that's for another podcast. But, yeah, you know, if the Cleveland doesn't get to the finals, I, I'd say he's about a 20, 80% chance he's gone.
0: By the way, random side note, I love the fact, and this is so savage, and it goes to show you um, where Carmelo Anthony's career is at this point. So somebody dropped an Instagram post saying that um, Kyle Korver is a better <laughs> better player at this point in their careers. <laughs> and Carmelo Anthony wrote, wow, in a response from his verified account, and then he dropped the FOH on that bad boy. Woo. I, you know, I, Kyle Corbin. That's cold. I don't know who threw that one out there, but that's uh, that's a little Kyle rough. Kyle
3: Corbin at least hustles on defense, so yeah, I'd say so at this point.
0: <laughs> hey, what can I
2: say? Melo should have stayed at Syracuse for a couple more seasons before uh, jumping ship. Yeah,
3: got you a couple more national titles, right? Exactly. <laughs> I like
0: I like this. There's a there's a Twitter account called Bruh Report at. Bruh report. <laughs> Carmelo took this to heart and had to comment four times straight. L-M-A-O. F-O-H. That's pretty funny, man. By the way, that
3: is brilliant. The Bruh
0: report. Yeah, that that's pretty, that's pretty great. We might <laughs> that's else. Outsta- we might need to give them a follow. I can get down with that. All right. Let's bounce back to some other stuff. Uh, I will say I'm super excited about seeing the pregame show that the uh, – Las Vegas Golden Knights might have, you know what I mean? If you haven't watched any of their pregame, look up their pregames, dude. Um they do all kinds of wild stuff, man. Uh, it's Vegas. You know they're going to have some showmanship up in there. They exactly. they've done some they've done some really cool stuff. Um and so if you didn't know, there you go. There's your sports Proof PSA. Look up the Golden Knights. Um <laughs> <laughs> I may have to do that
2: because yeah. I haven't seen I, – I, last night was the first game I watched all entire playoffs. Yeah, no, so.
0: they, they they have some stuff, man. They, 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 they know how to get the crowd pumped. Let's just leave it. Let's just say that for sure. All right, well, let's wrap up with a couple of things. As far as the anthem, yeah, that'll probably get semi – not fully tabled, but I think we're just going to have to come back to that one a little bit. Uh, you know, I said it earlier I'm still kind of processing it, and at the end of the day I'm disappointed with how the league handled it. I, I'm not going to say I'm surprised at how the league handled it because um they've been good at at, at just dropping the ball uh, you know what i mean we we joke about rod gardner drinks we, i mean i'm just saying we we joke about rod gardner drinks that's the classic 50 50 you said you know what i mean cocktail 50 percent liquor 50 percent mixer that's a rod gardner and yeah. I, i'm just continuously amazed at how tone deaf the nfl is and i think Part of the reality, uh, look, man, these guys are in it to make money. It's what they're there to do. They're there to, to, to bag really good stadium deals, line their pockets, make a bunch of cash. Look, If you're a sports fan, the reality is you know that, okay? None of these owners are operating these teams for charity or goodwill or at a loss for fun. You know what I mean? That's not what it's about. They're there to make money, Okay. And so when you talk about the shield and the brand and all that stuff, they're really talking about protecting that and protecting their revenue streams. And they've taken some hits. Okay. Uh, they've taken some hits and they've made some mistakes. And that pushback, the, the whole, all the anthem protests, there was a lot of pushback. And I'm going to throw something out there that probably neither one of you particularly care about. But as quickly as a sport can rise... If you piss off and alienate the wrong part of the fan base, it can fall. Because I want you to look at NASCAR. And I'm not saying NASCAR is on the same level as the NFL. They're not. And they weren't. Right? But that's a sport that alienated a very particular part of its fan base. And they've never really recovered. They are chasing the, the success that built them up. And they've been chasing it ever since. But they changed how they did it. They changed their tracks. They changed locations. They changed their point system. They changed this. They changed that. They changed their image. You know what I mean? It's not the same. And you know, I mean, I grew up watching a lot of racing. And I, quite honestly, for the most part, meh. You know, I might watch a little bit here and there, but I don't. Go, I don't go to RIR anymore. I don't. I'm not. I don't ha- really have a dog in a fight anymore. Don't care. I don't like what. You know, I don't like what the sport's become. Um, I don't enjoy it as much. I don't think it's as good. So, you know, and that's a dangerous thing. And the NFL, not that the actual game would necessarily change, but with rule modifications, you know, things that favor the offense over the defense, with what they're trying to do with the kick, the bigger point is really if you piss off or alienate the wrong part of the fan base, they know where their bread is buttered. And, look, I'm all for the players expressing their... I don't have an issue with them expressing their opinion. I don't have an issue with them protesting per se. And I know it's a little bit of a fallback to say, Hey, man, you know, it's company time. I think the NBA has done a much better job of being not tone deaf, of working with players and their platforms, of working towards social justice issues. It doesn't matter if you agree with them per se, it's the fact that they've given the players a voice. It's the fact that they worked with the players to to develop these things, and whether or not you agree with, you know, st- you know, shut up and stand up, and and what you know, however you feel about the anthem. Part of the reality with the NFL is that they didn't work with the NFLPA. You might think the NFLPA is crap. That's fine. That's your opinion, but that's a lot of players that feel like their voice isn't. You know, the the things that they're protesting about aren't really being heard and received and processed, right, on a level that makes enough sense for the league, you know. And and that's where I think you have to kind of differentiate between what the NBA does and what the NFL has done. It's not just language, it's action. And again, it, it's you don't even have to agree with what the players are arguing about. But I, I think there's a certain tone deafness with the NFL. There's a certain, this is what we're going to do, STFU, you're going to do what we tell you to do. Um, there's a contr- there's a very, very strong control orientation with the NFL, uh, and that manifests in different ways. Um, I think the Ray Rice thing was clearly indicative of that. I think the way the flake, late, the, the flake gate blew up in everybody's faces <laughs> was indicative of the league wanting to control the narrative. Um, and they they blew it. They've mishandled this thing, um, and they know they have. And I, I think we're just at a crossroads. But because they alienated and didn't deal with the NFLPA, and again, this is not do you agree with what they're protesting. This is recognizing the relationship between the players, what they were frustrated about and attempting to do, and then the owners in the league essentially trying to top down control that um, and the pushback that's there. And just mishandling that, and I, I just, I think they've blown a pretty significant opportunity to get this buttoned up and to handle it in a way, you know, that the, again, look at what the NBA has done. They don't have these protest issues. That doesn't mean the players don't protest. I mean, they have, but they don't, you know, they don't, they don't cherry pick that stuff out during the anthem. They stand. Now they have a rule about that. Uh, but they work to develop that rule and they give they help shape other platforms for the players to use. And they also are a little bit activist. Again, you may not agree with all of it, that's okay. The thing is, the point is that they seem to have a better relationship with their players than the NFL does right? And I think that is is a pretty clear issue here and I kind of expect, a lot of pushback from some players when we get to next year. You can talk about fines, you can talk about penalties, you can talk about all kinds of stuff. But I think the NFL misplayed this hand, misplayed their hand here, and I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. And it's going to go beyond the anthem. So hang on to your butts, because I think it's going to get really bumpy. In my opinion. Although me personally, if I'm out for the anthem, I stand for the anthem. That's, that's me. I do that. All right. And quite honestly, I do it every day. I know that sounds weird, but I do it every day, you know. Uh, But I I I I agree with you. Yeah. So,
2: I mean, I don't like seeing players kneel and stuff like that for the anthem. But the thing is, is I'm also not against the fact that it's their right to do what they want to do. Right. I can't, you know, that's just my opinion. But you're right. This thing is going to get worse before it gets better. And it's frustrating because you're seeing, you know, between everything that's been going on over the past, what, four or five years, it's like the good old boys club has taken over. and It's just like you've got all these owners that just are so out of touch with reality and how the world has changed and they just are trying to impose their will. Do as I say,
3: not as I do.
0: And that's a very old school vibe. And I think part of that is really the, the you know, the feel of what the NFL is versus the NBA. And there's reasons for that. And maybe some of that is is the fan base and the global the globalization. I mean the NBA I think is more global. You know what I mean? Then the NFL is not a global sport. They might want it to be, but it's not. It's global in the sense that if you have Americans On the other side of the world, the Americans care about it. But do you think Chinese citizens give two craps about the NFL? No. I mean, there might be a few that do, but the majority don't. You know what I mean? Like, the world sport is soccer. Soccer is worldwide. Basketball is worldwide. Baseball is not. Football sure as hell. American football sure as hell is not. As much as the the NFL might like it to be, it's not. You know? So there are reasons why there are layers to this, but the control orientation from the league is certainly part of it, and making it worse. I, I mean, I think I think they have just they they've miscalculated this man. I think it's gonna get uglier. I did love this line, and I, I saw a post, and there, I mean, a lot of places have had whether it's Pro Football Talk, ESPN, Barstools. I mean, pick whatever media outlet, man. Um, it, it's just been all over the place. And you can talk about, you know, sidestepping the issue and giving the players an out because they can stay in the locker room or, you know, I, I get it. I get it. And, you know, again, my standpoint is if you're out there like me personally, that's not what I would protest it. That's just not how I feel about it. But a couple of things. Don't forget that Kaepernick was sitting and had a discussion with a veteran. And, you know, part of the decision was to kneel instead of to sit. To be sure that it wasn't seen as disrespectful, too. And what happened, of course, it was seen as disrespectful, too. Uh, The anthem. Um, uh, You know, you can't make everybody happy, right? (laughs) You can't. Uh, But the NFL has an image problem. They have a president problem. And they have a ratings problem. So they have a business problem. And... I, I think the lack of authenticity and the, you know what I mean? Like I believe the NPA when they talk about some of the things that the players care about, I I believe that the NBA is vested in that. I don't know that I believe the NFL really gives two craps about, and this is going to sound mean, all right? It's going to sound mean. I don't know that I really believe the NFL gives a whole bunch of whatever about breast cancer awareness. I think it sells merchandise. And I don't think it looks yep. good from a PR standpoint. But uh-huh. I still remember what they did to, uh, it was D'Angelo Williams, right? Who had the pink uh, braid in his hair for his mother. Um, I remember how they treated him about it. I, I don't, you know what I mean? And that sounds to me because I love football. I, do, I love football. But I don't love the NFL as an organization, as an entity all the time. I think they do a lot of things really well. I think they, they do a lot of things <laughs> very well. I don't want to use the word right because it's not about being right, but I think it's it's a for the most part, they do a lot of big things really well. And one of those big things is making money, let's be honest. But this this is not not one of the things they've done well, not one of the things they've handled well. But I was I was reading an article on PBS. Again, you can find anybody under the sun, they've they've got something to say on this. And I, I like this line. And it's attributed to Andrew Freeborg, but I I haven't looked that up. But either way, I saw this repost and I thought it was pretty good. It says, I stand to honor the promise the flag represents. You kneel because that promise has been broken. I stand to affirm my belief that all are created equal and to fight alongside you for that promise. You kneel because too few stand with you. I stand because we can do better. You kneel to remind us to be better. I stand to honor all that have fought and died so that we may be free. You kneel because not all of us are. I stand because I can. You kneel for those who can't. I stand to defend your right to kneel. You kneel to defend my right to stand. I stand because I love this country And you kneel because you love it too And I, I You know again I just I thought that was an interesting Perspective And take on it And again we can talk about the idea that, You know it's private employer You know don't protest on company time You know blah blah We can talk about all that stuff And and that's all part of the discussion But I, I think that the key thing is the authenticity of it and believing. And I think the NBA just does a better job with buying with the players. And again, maybe there's reasons for that. But the NFL is more of a grinder, chew them up, spit them out kind of organization. I mean, they just are uh, more of a a grind them up, chew them up, spit them out kind of deal. I'm disappointed that it's come to this. And um, well, i personally, wouldn't protest during the anthem. I get why some people do. But I really do believe it's going to get worse before it gets better. And I don't know that they've addressed this in a manner that's going to make the base happy, Trump happy, the owners happy, the players happy. I I think some of the players are going to be pissed. And I think one of the reasons they're going to be pissed is because they didn't involve the NFLPA. Mm -hmm. And... As great as it is, you know, if, if, you're, if your perspective is that the players should shut up and go, you know, they're just there to play a game, they're getting paid millions of dollars, shut up, I don't want to hear from you. You can take that stance. That's fine. I mean, I hear that. Um, I think that's a little bit tone deaf, and a little bit harsh. I think a lot of people will make the argument that you tune in the football to not see a whole bunch of political stuff, to not see a bunch of that. And the counter argument would be that, well, then why do they politicize it by getting everybody out there for the anthem? Again, I'm not saying that I agree with that, but you will see people espouse that particular opinion. If you want to depoliticize it, don't play the anthem. If you want to depoliticize it, have the entire team in the locker room, which is the way it used to be. Bring them out after the anthem. Mm. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. What was that, 09? So you know the, again there's layers to it. I don't know how this is going to play out. Um I firmly believe it's going to get worse before it gets better. And um I don't know. That that that's kind of where I, where I'm at. Not that I love you know and the protests. <laughs> because I don't. I don't. But I think it's important, you know, like that that little chunk by Andrew Freeborg. I I, th- I think the, the, the concept of forced patriotism or forced, you know, these forced displays, it's the in inaud- it's when they're inauthentic. You know what I mean? And I think oh, that's, yeah. uh, that's that's what that's the frustration with the NFL is, you know, if it's just about protecting the bottom line, which is what a lot of people think it really is. It's OK to say that. Yeah, you're, you're you know what I mean. At least you're being up front. Oh yeah. At least you're being up front, but don't pretend to be vested in and don't care if you don't. And and that I think is the struggle they're gonna have with the NFLPA and the players in dealing with this, um, and and figuring out how to how to straddle that line with their fan bases, and you know they they haven't succeeded yet. My best guess is is they're gonna ha- this is gonna end up being part of the next CBA, and that yeah, has the, to be yeah. And the player, no the players union is gonna know that they've got some leverage here and they've got some power uh, with this. I really believe this is gonna be part of the next CBA. That being said, I think that the league is gonna try their damnedest to nip this in the bud and to get the pro the anthem protest kneeling any of it. They want it to stop. Uh, they want Trump to leave them alone. Uh, they don't want people bitching about it. They want the TV ratings to come back up, um, and they want they they don't want to alienate too much of their fan base. Again, different reasons, but understand when I referenced NASCAR before, you know, sometimes you lose a sense of identity, and a chunk of your fan base will turn on you. Whether we're at that point with the NFL. I'm not sure. I'm not turning on the sport. I'm not turning on the league. I'm not walking away from it. I'm not tuning out. I'm not protest not, you know, protest voting. I'm not protest not watching it. Okay, That's not my deal. But I have friends that specifically didn't watch an NFL game last year because of this. And it, I thought people were joking about that. But they meant it. They did not watch. I know three people firsthand that did not watch an NFL game last year because of it that love football think about that that's a bold move so th- it is their bottom line matters and they need to figure it out but they didn't get this one right they didn't get this one right uh, I thought the whole bunch um, feel free to weigh in real quick we need to wrap up and get out of here but uh, feel free to weigh in if you have a particular thought about just and, and I know it's a complex topic we're gonna revisit it
3: I'm better but, off just revisiting
0: it. Yeah. I'm I'm just disappointed, honestly. I mean, uh, a,
2: couple, a couple things that I just to think about that, you know, obviously one of the things that I guess, even though people are like, well, you know, we watch football to escape everything. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is now with these protests, it's like it's a way of showing that it affects everything. It's not just... Hey, we're playing a sport just to make you escape reality. Reality's here. It's it you're you're trying they're trying to, you know, educate people and show people that it doesn't matter if you're trying to escape it, it's not going to change. It's still going to be there. The issue is still going to be it, it's just it's just one of those things where you have to look at it from a different perspective. And it's very hard. It's very hard to do that when, for so many years, you're used to seeing play, seeing football and sports in general played one way. Mm-hmm. And just, it's like it's, you paint by numbers. This is what you expect. And to have this type of change, yeah, it's very jarring. And, yeah, yeah, it has hurt the numbers for the NFL, even though teams really aren't hurting for money. No one in the NFL is really hurting for money. No, but well,
0: They also have the gambling stuff coming up. So there's, right. there's a huge opportunity to make a ton of money. Right, there's a huge, huge amount of money coming down the pipe, and they want every little last bit of it. I'm, again, I'm not blaming them for that. I mean, that's the system right. we live in, right? I'm not blaming them for that, but let's not pretend that that isn't a, a huge driver in what this is, because it absolutely is. And I absolutely. think
2: one one of the more frustrating things is, and you know, I can use it. We can use this as a segue. Mm-hmm. Is one of the things that are being protested is something that just happened. Was it two days ago? Where that yeah, the, the NBA rookie in Milwaukee? Mm-hmm. all he was was double parked. He didn't resist arrest. Nothing, and he gets essentially assaulted by the police. I mean, and that's some of the very same. That's the stuff that Kaepernick was trying to, you know, raise awareness for through his kneeling and it's it's just one of those things where it i don't understand how first of all i don't understand how the hell is police you you know a player in your city you do not know who this person is i don't get that part <laughs> do you i don't know why i are am
0: <laughs> yeah they blew that i mean and, and there's multiple instances of it
2: and to find out that the, one of the officers only gets a 2 days you know suspension that's it
0: <laughs> the, they blew that.
2: Yeah, they, they blew it.
0: They blew that, uh, and that's gonna bite some people in the in the butt, and that that's indicative of some issues. I mean, sure. <sighs> I, I think at the end of the day, people have to understand what the moment is about, and I think you should be able to differentiate the reality that what they're protesting is they're not. There might be individuals that are anti-America or anti-flag or anti-government. That's fine. That's their deal. But I don't generally interpret the kneeling as an anti-American stance, as an anti-flag stance. That's not usually how I see it. Usually I see it as a venting of frustration towards a systemic issue or a particular uh, movement or a particular item that happened. And so there's, you know what I mean? Uh, I I agree. I don't take personal offense to it. Um, I don't look at it as, oh, I hate this country and I hate this anthem. I don't look at it that way. Some people do. It's not how I look at it. And I try to be mindful of that in dealing with some of these people and dealing with some of the protests and dealing with some of the you know different opinions or stances or whatever whatever it may be. Uh, and I think that that's, that's been helpful. But what isn't helpful is when you say something like, you know, you have to stand proudly for the anthem, national anthem, or you shouldn't be there. Maybe you shouldn't be in the country. By the time you're lobbing, you shouldn't be in the country. Blast at people. Yeah, you know what I mean. That, that's that's kind of yeah. an, that's kind of an asshole thing to say.
3: It, it truly is.
0: It really is, and, the- and I mean, I it's just incendiary, dude. There's so much inflammatory stuff. I, I just I don't know how the how the league keeps a lid on it. I really, I really just don't. I anticipate this blowing the hell up before yeah, this, well, before this season is done.
2: And it doesn't help that the head douche in office is making dumbass comments that's pissing players off on top of it.
0: Well, I mean, there are there are people that agree with them, and that's the thing you got to remember. There are people that agree with them, and so you know the the, <laughs> the NFL is is kind of stuck because they didn't yeah. they didn't properly address this before but not not involving the players and not involving the players union made it worse. And you know at the end of the day the potus is going to do what he does. You know what I mean? Trump's going to Trump and that's going to be on Twitter. And you have to be ready for it. But the league should be smart enough to not get not get in the weeds with him and have a have a battle over this. Right. You know, and that's really the point. They should have been, yeah. they should have been able to handle that better. Um, I mean, you've seen different quotes and different players and different, you know, whether it's NFLPA people, Steve Kerr, who I think is a fairly well-spoken guy. And, you know, I, I've seen different things. This is one of my favorite lines. And I think this is, this is to me, what this is in part really about. This was from at Jason Kander on Twitter. And maybe some other people have said it too, but I saw it from this particular account. And his tweet said, Patriotism isn't about making everyone stand and salute the flag. Patriotism is about making this a country where everyone wants to. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? And like, Yeah. And, and th- that's different. That's different. And um, that's part of what this struggle is. Yes, what Rand- Randy, what you referenced, that's part of what that is. And... This is a complex thing with a lot of layers. Yeah, I mean it really is. And uh, I just, you know, you don't want to you don't want to alienate your your fan base, but you also don't want to alienate your players because they're a huge part of your product. Um, and that sounds kind of cold. And I, I know that sounds cold when you talk about a player as a commodity, but a sports career it is a commodity. They're trading, you know what I mean? That, that's what it is. Um, I mean, they've
2: got their names out there, their likeness. Yeah. I mean, they get, you know, they have basically the rights for the NFLPA going to video games yeah. and likenesses for commercials right. and things like that. There's, and just, Yeah, it's just a huge money-making it's a, it, and I'm machine.
0: A, I, and Look, I mean, the reality is, hey, look, I've said it to people for years. I'm like, I don't care how much money you make, dude. I don't care. Make whatever you make. Make a million, make a billion, make a trillion, dude. Whatever. I don't care how much you make. I do care how you make it. You know what I mean? And that's different. Um, and I think that's this is part of the battle for the NFL right now. We'll see. I, I don't feel good about it, uh, and I, I'd like to be able to just watch football and play fantasy sports and not have to not have to worry about. It. I mean, I would. I'll, I'll be real about it. I would. But this is a real issue. Uh, for the league and for their relationship with their players and for their relationship with their fans and they have to figure this out it can be done but it's probably going to end up being a sticking point and it's just going to get kicked out you know they're going to have some they're going to lock horns are going to battle about it and it's going to be part of the CBA and somebody's going to have to make some concessions before this gets resolved actually I think both sides are going to have to make some concessions for this to get resolved. But uh, I mean, more I mean, than if, if you had told me a few years ago that the league would get brought down because of people kneeling during the anthem, I would have been like, what are you freaking talking about? <laughs> but here we are. Yeah, here we are. Anyway, um, I know we need to get out of here. Um, it's about two o'clock in the morning. And it's time to wrap up and get out. We talked a lot more. Or I honestly I talked a lot more than I probably should have <laughs> about that. But I, I just I just at the end of the day, I'm disappointed, man. Uh, I think the league's better than the way that they handled that, and it's still early. It's still it's early. early. Yeah, it's still early. Uh, it's not written in stone. Excuse me, not written in stone. But I think they'll get that,
2: it figured out. It's just yeah. how long it's going to take
0: to get there. I, I think they need to listen to the. They need to look at the numbers. They need to. They need to look at it from the business standpoint. I think that's very real. I don't fault them for that. Um, but you need to balance that out and involve the players. You just if you want if you want a resolution that's gonna satisfy the players you need to involve the players. Yeah, it's what the NBA does, and it's a whole different ball game. Maybe you don't think you have to, but I think you have to. I think you so, have well, there's to. The players' association,
2: <laughs> so that stuff can happen.
0: Yeah. Uh, side note: I guess whoever made that decision for the NFL did not graduate summa cum laude. They probably didn't get a cake that said that either. Did you guys see this thing? And there was a, a grocery store. I think it was a Publix. Maybe I'm wrong about that. But uh, anyway, this kid graduates high school, and you know, usually with cake, get a magna cum laude, summa cum laude, whatever. And so this grocery store wouldn't put the the cum part on because obviously it's cum. So I guess they thought it was something else. And so, it, <laughs> good it, lord. And so yeah, they refused to put that on the cake. They, they deemed the term, oh, yeah, goodness. deeming it offensive, and they put three hyphens in its place. So, somewhere in South Carolina, I'm surprised it's not Florida, because that's such a Florida thing. But I mean, seriously, dude, how, how do y'all not understand what, what I mean? I think those terms have been around a pretty significant period of time. You can't figure that out, y'all. You have to censor summa cum laude, really? Because, <laughs> seriously, a cake with a hat and a diploma on it looks like a porn job. Like it's a stormy, like it's a stormy Daniel special, y'all. Seriously, come on. <laughs> so, come on, man. So so dumb, dude. So dumb. So dumb. Anyway, oh, side note. I'm glad, um, Sean Taylor's killer. That guy who was 17 when he killed Taylor was asking for a reduced sentence, and I try not to be Captain Hardass, but that dude. And that crew of people that went into that guy's home and ended up killing him—I'm glad they didn't reduce your sentence, man. Eric Rivera—that's the guy's name. He got a 57-year sentence in 2013 after being convicted of second-degree murder. He was seeking a reduced sentence for two reasons: one, because sentencing laws for juveniles have changed, and two, several other defendants in the case was in the case received shorter sentences. All right. His mother said, "Quote: I don't think he should be behind bars for the rest of his life for something that was a mistake, damn for sure a mistake, uh, and an accident. I don't know if that was an. A- I don't know how you claim that was an accident when you break into somebody's house and you got and you're packing heat. Not an accident. You know what I mean? And again, I, I don't know how you say accident, mistake. Hell yeah, he made a mistake. But he had a loaded. I mean, the dude had a loaded gun. Yeah." You know, and it, it's a shame to be 17 and to for something like that to transpire for him to make that kind of mistake. It sucks. It sucks. But I I don't think they're at the point yet where that should get. I'm glad the judge said nope. Nah, that's not long enough.
2: Enjoy your time behind bars, kid.
0: Maybe I'll feel differently in another five, four or five years or a decade or something. And some of it might be a little bit of bias. Because I, I just, I remember when all that happened and how awful it was. We are talking about a guy that was in a home. Yeah, you know I mean, it, the father, a guy that was there with his family. And that crap, that crap happens. Terrible. They don't get another chance. And, I, and again, I know that's cold. I know that's, uh, that maybe that's cruel. But I, I don't think accident's the right word to use. If you want to say, you know, mistake, shouldn't have done it remorseful that I hear I don't know it's just it's sad I just remember when all that happened man it just sucked it sucked then it sucks now I feel bad for the guy but consequences man not an accident mistake hell yeah Yeah. that was a mistake but y'all broke into that man's house y'all wanted to rob him didn't know he was gonna be there but y'all sure as hell had a gun, and you sure as hell pulled the trigger. Maybe one day. Today's not that day, friend. Nope. T- today's not that day. Mistake. Accident. Mm. Anyway, that's a downer. God.
2: Well, how about this? We'll we'll switch gears here on a, on a bright spot. Uh, we gave this dude some dap last week. Uh, Happy 45th birthday to Bartolo Colon. Oh,
0: we did. Oh, we did. You're right. It is Bartolo Colon's 45th birthday.
2: 45 years old and he's still just rocking it. How about that?
0: (laughs) I was going to ask you a trivia question, a fun factoid. Ask you a trivia question. (laughs) Do you know who leads all active pitchers and wins? Active pitchers and wins. Who leads all active pitchers in wins?
3: Is it a trick question?
0: Just to answer it. I, my I w- my guess would be Verlander.
2: I would have to go with Cologne, given how long he's been playing.
0: Randy gets it right. Twenty That's for up. twenty-one seasons, eleven teams. He's two and two. Uh, well, as of when I wrote this note. 2-2 two two with a 3-5-1 ERA, and he, he led all active pitchers and wins with 242 career victories. So, Bartolo nice. Colon, the Sips for you. Hell yeah. And the best baseball-stopping gut in the majors. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for sure, man. Uh, ran- awesome. Rando's side note. I love this uh, article in IFL Science. It said, home DNA kit test doesn't recognize sample actually came from a dog. I like that. <laughs> That's how accurate these uh, DNA tests are. Somebody submitted dog DNA. They, they submitted their. Wow. They submitted dog DNA. <laughs> and they, That's it, hilarious. Yeah, I was like, seriously? Seriously. Some companies declared the sample unreadable. But Origin DNA reportedly failed to note that the DNA belonged to a Labrador retriever, not a human. Instead, they received a seven page report explaining that Bailey had superb muscle power and cardiac output, ideal for boxing and endurance bike rides. Thanks, y'all. Good job. Good job. Good <laughs> effort. <laughs> that would make me laugh. The sinkhole in D.C. Thank God that was funny. Um,. <laughs> that one i definitely laughed at. i don't know what's up with blue she's fussing at my door again i've had her out like three times man but the sinkhole in dc is just is just glorious and some of the tw- if you haven't read twitter responses on that one dig them up i'm gonna <laughs> i got a couple of stories i just have to save i love the the horse named gronkowski giving 69 to 1 odds at belmont stakes which takes place on 6-9 that's awesome oh
2: my <laughs> goodness Wow. Stars
0: are aligning for a win. That sure is hell a gronking to remember. No doubt yes, about uh, that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Damn right it is, dude. That that I thought was fantastic. I love that. But uh, yeah, you know what? I'll tell you what, man. Let's, let's get out of here. This, this has been kind of a serious... What? Ah, crap. <laughs> I got something playing somewhere. I don't know where the hell it is. Let's see, if I can, let's see if I can find it real quick. Yes, Harry, you're a wizard. Where is that at? Oh, there it is. There we go. I found it. I don't know. I don't know what that was. No, I don't care about you're a wizard, Harry. What is that from? I, let's leave it as the more you know. That was what that video was. That's what you're it's You're a wizard, Harry, from
2: Harry Potter, like the first
0: movie? Yeah, looked, that was like a video game. Interesting. Yeah, it's just just and they just keep showing. It looks like random people in Fallout shelters from Fallout Three just saying you're a wizard. It's just bizarre. (laughs) But anyway, yeah, man. So, yeah, Bill O'Laurel. We'll leave you with. Fuck it all. I I can't do it, sir. Bill (laughs) O'Laurel. We'll do it live. We'll, We'll do it
1: live. Fuck it. Do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking
2: thing sucks.
0: Thanks, Bill. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Wrap up thoughts for the night as we get out of here. Uh, I think Uh, I'm
3: good. Just looking forward to game sixes and hopefully game sevens of the uh, conference finals for the NBA. And then Monday night, looking forward to the uh, Stanley Cup finals game one. There it is. Sounds good to me. And uh, you know what? It's Memorial Day weekend. Uh, Take a moment this weekend and thank uh, those who have perished in war to make sure that we enjoy the freedoms that we have.
0: Even if we Uh, fight about them. (laughs) We have the the freedom to fight about them. Remember that. Some people do not.
3: (laughs) So at least honor those that uh, have fallen and just, uh, you know understand that it a lot of sacrifice by many military families.
0: Salute. Salute. Mm.
2: Oh, and I'll I'll just say this now. If it ends up being Cleveland and Golden State again, that I watching the damn game of that finals, I don't care. I know. I, I can't I just can't do it. I can't. I'm going to go I'm going to I'm going to go sir Bill O'Loral on this shit. You can't, see, do I it. can't do,
0: can't it, do it. it. I just can't do it. <laughs> so <laughs> Shane, so if you oh, record it. Yeah, hold on. I, I have a site, and I meant to bring it up for you last week, MacGuffin, and I totally forgot, but you reminded me about your uh, your time in the Navy. So uh, this is not about semen stains, but it is about... <laughs> I'm just saying. Not
3: about Major Woody <laughs> it, either? Yeah, ma- Major Woody.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Major Woody and semen stains. But uh, this was on Do you ever read Duffelblog? blog? Uh, I've never heard of
3: Duffelblog. D-
0: Duffel, blog. blog is kind of funny by the way. All uh, right, I'll have to check it yeah, out. Yeah, look up look up Duffel blog. You'll get a couple of laughs. Um, so Duff the, the, Here's a headline. Here's a headline on Duffelblog. blog. Okay. Navy to christen USS Tig Old Biddies after service. <laughs> After, after service allows people to vote online for ship's name. Huh. I can get behind that. <laughs> anyway. The USS wants to serve on. Yeah. The USS take old biddies. There you go. <laughs> and they even had a fake tweet from Donald Trump, proud to see our sailors and marines exercise their right to vote. Our enemies our enemies, will cower in fear when they see America's tig old biddies bearing down on them. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean you know, because like you actually legitimately served. So you might get a kick out of some of the, uh, uh, it, it's like, it's like um, a blend of, it's like a more like veteran, like military bent on the onion. You know what I mean? I mean, some of it's really funny. Some of it's really funny. So, yeah, duffelblog.com. U.S.S. take old bitties. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) This thing is hilarious. Are you on Duffelblog now? Yes. Good. Good. This is not from Duffel Blog, but it counts for tonight. This is a sports uh, brew headline. Uh, this was all. This was on Gizmodo, not IFL Science. But the headline just says, "Hippo poo is suffocating fish in East Africa." <laughs> so over three years, there were forty-nine high-flow events where poop ran <laughs> down the river, and thirteen of which depleted the river of oxygen. Oh my gosh! Okay, so. Th-
2: <laughs> That's a big pile of
0: shit. So, so here, here's the basic <laughs> deal. There's an estimated 70,000 hippopotami this is like a sobriety test potentially loading 52,800 metric tons per year of organic matter, urgh, poop, directly into aquatic ecosystems. And so anyway, when it gets dry, hippos congregate in, in water and they crap. And so that, all that crap in the area causes the, uh, you know, anything that's on the bottom of the water to decompose and it sucks all the oxygen out. So anyway, these hippo pools flush into the rest of the river from time to time, causing lots of oxygen-free water to flow through. Basically, there's too much shit and it kills all the fish. Way to go, hippo poo. <laughs> What a terrible. Can you imagine if you're a fish? What a terrible way to die. You're just chilling in a river, and all of a sudden, like, you get blasted by a wall of hippo poo, and you die. That sucks. What a terrible way to go. I'm just saying. Yeah. Just the
2: sight of it alone, all these hippos getting all together and muck spreading. To- yeah, yeah, yeah m- no.
0: Muck, no. Look, I didn't say it was a good story, I didn't say it was a funny story. I'm just saying. That was a shit story. It for was, at least. Yeah, it was a sports brew story. <laughs> <laughs> I told you the struggle was real tonight, man. <laughs> uh, indeed, it is. Should we
3: just end on that and call it a day?
0: Yeah. Probably.
3: <laughs>
0: In true sports brew fashion. Why not have some randomness right at the end? That there thing. you go. Apparently, that story didn't impress y'all much, so. My the path. more you know, <laughs> that's right. The more you
3: know, <laughs> we're all about educating the masses about hippopotamus Hippo passing poo.
0: Yeah, I, I needed some help. <laughs> that's that's probably the most that's probably the most accurate song play for the entire night. That's true. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, yeah, that's also true. If I could turn back time, I would. You're right. Anyway Alright gentlemen, we are the Sports Brew You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio Live, Sportscaster.com Our home feed on Podbean Google Play, man, keywords are sports and brew <laughs> You Track us down all over the place And Lindy, thanks for listening five days late And then tweeting about it I did send a reply to you for that one So I appreciate that sorta. Sort of Sort of me- <laughs> <One more night. laughs> oh my God, and Todd as always it was good to catch up and share a couple of uh tasty beverages, and you're right, man. We need an outing. I think it's trapezium is the name of the brewery in Petersburg. We do need to book a day, book a a beer date, man, and rope Shannon go. and maybe Randy, and and we should head on down to uh Petersburg and totally crush out of you know some of those beers i think it's trapezium i um, think you're right yeah yeah sounds about right yep trapezium petersburg so I, I caught up with Todd a little bit the other day and we were talking about that so <coughs> i think as summer gets up on us you know kids wrap up a school that kind of deal man we need to hydrate bro you know what i'm saying yes it's getting hot out there you gotta hydrate yeah i'm feeling it so that's on that's on tap gentlemen it's on tap Anyway, from all of us to all of you, thanks for listening, and quite frankly, if you made it this far, good job, good effort. I'm impressed. <laughs> take a shot. <laughs> take a couple shots. But uh, all kidding aside, no, thanks as always, and yeah, man, Memorial Day. Uh, take a moment. Take a moment. Uh, from all of us to all of you. Enjoy the weekend. Hopefully it's extended. And as Shannon's, Shannon would say that's what she said. There you go. All right, man. From all of us to all of you, we'll catch you on the flip side. And Todd, you're right. It is kind of dirty for me to make a reference to you and and to give you no song and no love. My bad, friend. You do deserve that. (laughs) As always, appreciate the uh, beer inspiration, Todd. Good man. Good man. All of us, all of you, you catching the flip flip side. Peace out and good night now. (sighs) See you later.